it's a brand new football season, but the football I'm going to be talking about is the one with a weird shape ball and they have way too much protection. So, guys, if you're into your NFL, you already know Antonio Brown is on the Raiders. Le'Veon Bell is with the Jets. Odell Beckham is now with Cleveland. But the one thing that hasn't changed is where I'm putting my money down on all the games. So we've teamed up with my bookie. It's the place to bet on football every weekend. Our Blue Wire podcasters are using mybookie.com forward slash Blue Wire to sign up this year. My bookie has better bonuses, more prop bets than any other sports book. Period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. I don't have any idea what that is because I don't bet. I'm just getting paid to say this. First place is guaranteed to win at least a hundred grand, and it only costs one hundred dollars to enter. So yeah, guys, make sure you sign up. Um, what else have they told me to say? Yeah, visit my bookie online today. That's my bookie, and don't forget to use the promo code Blue Wire. And when creating your account, to claim the bonus, bet, win, get paid. <laughs> Colchester United's Sammy Schmodix is unable to recognise himself in the mirror. <laughs> We're just two guys who like talking about football, just enjoying it. The overwhelming stench Paint. of ready-salted crisps. I smells. know what James Mill smells like. Rice cakes. Yeah. <laughs> because this podcast isn't just all stupid shit. Just mainly stupid shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Goalposter Jumpers. I've got Alex here next to me as per yeah. usual. How you doing, mate? We've got a dog on the show as well. We've also got a dog. We're episode number 19. We're up episode number 19. It's all heating up now, of course. Mm-hmm. We're not alone, mate. We're not alone. We've no. got... Sir... What, in the universe or just... No, just on this podcast. On this podcast. Episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah, we got? Yeah. We, uh, well, we've got a certain pro footballer on the line with us right now. He's racked up over 500 senior appearances with clubs such as Wolves, Birmingham, Brighton, Sheffield United. Not Suarez. And he's even represented England at under-20 level. He's known as a bit of a utility player, mate. Yeah. Um, but he's probably answered every question under the sun about that. So we'll probably. just get that out of the way straight away. Greg Halford, ladies and gentlemen, is on with us. How are you doing, mate? I'm very well, thank you. I hope, uh, hope everyone's all right there. Yeah, no. Thank, yeah, thanks for mate. coming on, Greg. We appreciate it. Have you, um, have no you been on a podcast before, Greg? I haven't actually, no. Oh, ah. so, so this, this is, is this is already the best podcast you've ever been on by process of elimination yeah no yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) right okay so greg we normally kick off the show uh with a would you rather question i'm going to put it to you and baker and then we're going to run through a couple of questions with you so to let you know mate um his would you rathers are always they're always obscure stupid they're always obscure this one's a good one though i want everyone to think quite seriously about this would you? you rather have the ability to talk to animals, but the only person you could tell who believed you was Eddie Murphy. <laughs> or play one more year in the Premier League for any club of your choice. That's for you, Greg. Obviously, Baker, you get to play one one year in the Premier League. That's it. That's such an easy question to answer. Yeah, Ob- obvious- really? Well, yeah, obviously, wait, wait, you can which- play in the Premier League over talking to animals. Animals for the rest of your life. You can talk to any animal. Do you know what, actually, Greg? I don't know about you, mate. I'd quite like to talk to animals. Yeah. Well, you, can talk, you can talk to Eddie Murphy about it, but he's going to believe you. So I can talk to animals, but I can't Everyone tell anyone. Everyone thinks you're crazy. Other than Eddie Murphy. <laughs> other than Eddie Murphy. Greg, can you see what I have to put up with week in, week out? <laughs> it's, a, it's an easy one for me. Easy one. You yeah, play in the no, Premier League again. Yeah. 100%. One more year. Obviously, would. We have our FIFA 20 giveaway 
winner announced at the end. Thanks to everyone for entering. We really appreciate it. Obviously, stay tuned if you've won. Talking of FIFA, I thought I'd ask uh, you, Greg, a question surrounding this. Do players genuinely right care and talk about their FIFA ratings and likenesses with each other? Hmm. Mm, not that I've heard of. of no. Really? Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's it's just it's something that never really comes up unless unless you're sort of I don't know top ten in the top ten players in the world and you're trying to fight out for the like number one spot. Then I can't imagine too many people talking about it. Yeah, I've never been in a change room where we've sort of spoken about our ratings and and stuff like that. Really? I'm, see, if I was yeah. a pro footballer, I'd be going on to the latest FIFA and seeing what they've made me look like. Because, um, I mean, unless you're one of those players where they've actually 3D scanned your face. I, I was mm-hmm. looking at Robert Earnshaw's once for historically, and it was just like they just put like a generic person. As as it, yeah. uh, are you saying you've never gone onto FIFA and like seen what you look like on there and seen your ratings or anything? Mm, no, to be honest, I've never been a big gamer, so uh, yes, really? it's never really bothered me. Um, I've I've obviously seen pictures and and stuff like that where sort of people have tweeted me with me scoring in in FIFA and stuff like that, but it's something that I've never really gotten gotten into. As soon as I turned pro at seventeen. You know, the first thing I, I wanted to go on to was like chat manager and <laughs> see my name on there and, and stuff like that. Um, so obviously things, things have progressed um, this day and age and, you know, obviously all the graphics and everything on like FIFA and PES uh, have, have gotten better over the years. So, but it's, yeah, it's something that's never really sort of bothered me too much. I'm looking at your player likeness on FIFA 10 and I can assure you, it looks nothing, nothing like, like you. you. And the, re- <laughs> the reason I'm bringing up FIFA 10 is because I think that was probably one of your strongest seasons, obviously playing in the Premier League. Um, mm. So just to go through your actual card, just to see if you agree with it, your your base rating was 65. Are you happy with that? I, honestly, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> oh, you haven't got a it point could be of 60, reference. It could be 65 out of 65, Yeah, Greg. well, it's 65 <laughs> out of 100. And you had, because you're not okay. a big gamer, you had a potential of 76. But they've got your weak foot rating down at four stars out of five. Is that fair? Four stars out of five. Mm. Yeah, that's not too bad, is it? You'd say you'd say you're a pretty two-footed player. You can use both feet. Yeah, I can, yeah. I've always sort of been able to use both feet. Yeah. yeah. Ball yeah. control sixty-six. Solid. That's always been my be- my best attribute. I think is sort of control. Controlling the ball using both feet, mm. but that's um, that's probably what makes you such a versatile player. Obviously, long passing seventy-five. 75. Yeah, I'll take that. That's pretty good, mate. That's pretty good. You've got sprint speed yeah. of 68. Yeah, okay. Yeah? I've never been known for my pace, but yeah, I'll take it. What, what's, yeah. what's Greg's stats in the air? Because obviously in the air, a man mounted in the, in the box. <clears throat> uh, 62. Oh, that's... That's that's low. That's, low. that's that's shocking. Yeah, that's were, low. Were you ever a free kick taker by any chance? Because they've got you down a seventy-five free kick accuracy, and that's pretty good. Yeah, I I used to take um, free free kicks with with mm, a few teams. Obviously, depending on sort of uh, who else was in the team, because you know, I played at some big clubs where a lot of people think they're sort of really good at at taking free kicks. So yeah. I just let them. Let them be, and until they start mi- missing a few, then I then I step up. Then you get the chance, yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. You, you said you don't 
pay too much attention to FIFA. Obviously, you went straight as soon as you made it pro to uh, Champ Man and, and saw your stats. When you when you first came through, you're you're at Colchester. You had a lot of success there, and obviously, you eventually became um, you you got promoted with them. You were in the PFE, PFA team of the year. Uh, but then I just want to ask you a little bit about that year after you're 21 years old you're obviously attracting a lot of interest from big clubs at the time and you handed in a transfer request at Colchester I want to know how do kind of situations like that go down from your point of view as a player what were you thinking at the time it wasn't so much my head being turned um obviously sort of the year before I'd gone away with England to the Toulon tournament and and played with a lot of good players who who were in the premiership at the time and I was playing league 1 so coming back from sort of the two week tournament there and learning so much and obviously being sort of linked with so many clubs in the in the premiership I just felt like for me to progress as a player, I needed to move on. They they turned down a couple of bids from um, Sheffield United. I think was one. I was I was gonna I was gonna say that. So I was gonna say which clubs contact you because obviously there was a lot of reported interest. You never know what sort of things are, are a load of rubbish these days. But who, from yeah. what point of view, your point of view, which clubs actually contacted you at the time? Well, obviously no one contacted me because that's against that's your, against the rules. Yeah, your agents. Um, yeah. The only one that I knew of who actually put in a definite bid was Sheffield United. Right. And that, I think that was for 1.2 million. When you got another move, because it wasn't quite working out at Reading, you got another move to Sunderland, didn't you? Um, did you think you'd have, an, have another chance? You'd have a better chance under Roy Keane? Sunderland came in. They wanted to sign at Colchester. We played Sunderland when they were in the championship and they were bottom of the championship at the time. And we played them sort of late November and it was one of Kino's first games and um, I managed to it was at Stadium Light and I managed to get a man of the match and nice. they wanted to sign me sort of in the January transfer window so that January I moved to Reading it, was, it didn't really interest me that much because obviously I knew I was more likely heading to the Premier League yeah because obviously um, Sunderland they, got promoted that season didn't they yeah and I wasn't to know that because obviously they were bottom at Christmas yeah I had a chat with uh, Kino um, after it had been accepted and he sort of convinced me You bring up Roy Keane there, mate. Um, mm. Greg, you've obviously played under a massive amount of talented managers in your career. I mean, you would mm. when you play for 15-odd clubs, but there was a certain manager you apparently didn't get along with. And I'll just read a quote <laughs> from yourself here. So you once said, One thing I always said about Kino was that his man management was non-existent. This is obviously Roy Keane. What exactly was he like to be around? Because he seems like an absolute psycho on TV. It's a strange one, to be honest, because he was hardly ever at the training ground. Um, so we'd play the game on a Saturday, and then you wouldn't see him again until Thursday. So, But did you feel like, obviously, Roy being the personality he is and the figure that he is in, in the game of football, did you were you obviously excited to work with him, but then disappointed or let down by the fact that just he wasn't there? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a bit of everything, to be honest. Um, obviously, you couldn't impress in training because he was never there to watch. And obviously, most managers pick their teams from training bases. Um, so that was obviously a hard hard thing to get my head around. Andy Cole still lived in um, Manchester and he travelled in every day. Yeah, oh, right, OK. Um, he, he had a driver. So 
I see. But obviously, that they were his sort of favourites. You know, the, the ex-Man United players. Of he had Andy Cole, Dwight York, Liam Miller, Paul McShane. So you had a, a lot of ex-Man United, and then obviously he had his favourites with the Irish contingency. So you had. Yeah. I mean, if you were Irish and X-Man United, you were absolutely laughing. You were nailed on. Yeah, you were nailed on. <laughs> yeah, you were guaranteed, guaranteed a place in the team. Well, I mean, when you're playing with those players, it, it leads on to my question was, who were the best players you ever played with? In, at your, that in point? your whole career. In your whole though. career. And obviously during during that time, I'd imagine maybe would it be someone like Andy Cole? Who who would you say it would be? Best player. And you who springs to mind? Disregard. Andy Cole, Dwight York, and then yeah. obviously I played with Kanu as well. Yeah, Michael Kanu, he was a player. He yeah, how player. Greg? How old was Honestly. he? Because yeah, no one, he, no one knows. Yeah, was he actually his age? Because like there was rumours going around that he was like forty-three yeah. when he was actually like thirty-four, or he was like twenty-one. And did did the players of the club actually know his true age, or was it just a stupid myth? I can't rule out it being a myth. <laughs> no um, way. No way. <laughs> but no one, no one ever knew his exact age for definite. Obviously, he would what? say what it was on his passport. But it's I learned a couple of years ago that it's kind of strange out in places like Nigeria, like yeah. the African countries, because you don't actually have to register a newborn baby until they're oh, two right. years old. Yeah, so uh. you can be two years old and then have a birth certificate saying six months old or something like that. So, uh. <laughs> so you got Andy Cole, Dwight York, uh, Nwanka Kanu. Who's the most difficult player you've ever played against, though? Because you've obviously played in the Premier League. You know, mm. like, is there anyone who springs to mind who has just, you know, just gave you nightmares? Yeah, R- Ronaldo. Yeah. You played against Cristiano Ronaldo? Well, that would have been when you... Yeah. Was that when yeah. you were playing with Wolves or was it when you were at Sunderland? Oh, my God. Reading. Oh, right, I see. How old was Ronaldo yeah, when you was... played against him? Sorry, just, just that, so I can... Sorry? 21, would he? Was he about 21? He'd been he? about the same age as yeah, yourself, think, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's a year younger than me, yeah. Yeah, that that was surreal. Um, obviously, he hadn't made; he wasn't as famous as he is now back then. Yeah. But obviously, he was still creating waves in the Premiership. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm just talking about Premiership here. We we had a at Sunderland. We had a pre-season friendly against Juventus. Oh wow! So, Did you play against Del Piero? Um, Perlo? Yeah, Perlo. Agadavids uh, was he didn't there? Play, didn't play against Perlo or Davids, but played against Del Piero, Trezeguet, Cameronese. Ram, Cannavaro, playing against teams like United and at Old Trafford, Arsenal at the Emirates, Chelsea at the time. Yeah, Chelsea at at Stamford Bridge, playing against Drogba and Shevchenko and Lampard and Balak. Playing Balak, yeah. Yeah. Um, Man United, you had Scolzi, Rio, Vidic, Bruni, Nani, Cristiano. Yeah, you'd, so you'd it, say Cristiano yeah, though probably crazy. the best yeah you can't really look past him to be no. honest I mean yeah he, he has to be the best because of what he's achieved so far um, and obviously he's still doing it on a regular basis which yeah. is a scary thing which is insane uh, you find yourself as a free agent which you know yep. as you're aware of is part and parcel about being a professional footballer having to go through that stage what are, are you um Looking for a new club? What's 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 the crack? Yeah, I mean, obviously looking for clubs. Been speaking with a load of different managers. Obviously trying to keep in top contact with Neil as well. I was, but I mean, yeah, you, just you, just you, talking to to managers and the contacts that I have, and obviously the contact that my agent has go abroad potentially, um, nice. which is obviously a bit harder now with the transfer window closed. 
Well, you mentioned you mentioned there, mate, in terms of being a free agent. One of your former managers, Neil Warnock, um, mm-hmm. he came out and said um, in a press conference that he was looking at a list of fifteen free agents, uh, with obviously everyone saying we need to sign a couple of certain midfielders. There was rumours you were coming back, Joe Ledley, a few people, but Neil Neil came out and said that the unfortunate situation is that he. All these players that he's spoken to so far wanted one to two year contracts rather than the four month contracts that he offers, like the ones he gave to Marin Shamak and Junior Hoylet. Do you agree with the player perspective there? Um, you know, obviously, is it is no club better than just a four month contract, or do you think these players should be taking up those offers? You should be taking up the offers unless you have no interest in sort of the long term future and, and just want to get as much money as you possibly can for next year or two. The free agents aren't in control at the minute. They, they don't have any power at all. Really? So if, someone, I mean, if someone's coming, I'll jump at the chance to be able to come back down to Cardiff for four months. I'd, yeah. I'd run down right now if I was in the chance <laughs> contract down there. You have to be able to look at the bigger picture. It means going back playing, you're getting your name out, showing that you can still do it in the championship. And if nothing happens at Cardiff, then there's going to be more possibilities of getting a new club in January. Yeah, when the window true. opens. Yeah, you just you've got that platform to impress. So, final question, mate, because we we managed Alex to be a bit serious. I know that's so, the most serious we've ever been. That's the most serious we've been. <laughs> just so, so you know, great, we, <laughs> the longest amount of time. So, final question, just to bring it back down to our level of podcasting. Your yep. nickname throughout your career was the llama for whatever reason that is i won't go in just in case uh in case i piss you off but final question and this is the most important one to me personally who would win in a fight between you and an actual fully grown llama um yeah probably the llama to be honest probably the llama yeah just to stay on the uh, same lowbrow listening that yeah. we're on at the moment, we have a little segment, yeah. uh, Greg, called Two Lies and a Truth that we do. Basically, okay. this this is where I tell Baker normally three stories from the footballing world, three crazy stories. Two of them are lies, one of them's true, and it's where he has to guess which one is the true story. I'm going to put it to you as well. Just pre-warning you, mate, um, Alex has a hell of an imagination um just 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 be wary of that just be wary of that okay well, well i got my three i got my three stories the first one is nottingham florist <laughs> nottingham florist that's a long time nottingham forest fan once delayed a fixture against millwall after the five bouquets of flowers he received from the club caught fire inside the dugout that's story number one <laughs> nottingham florist number two okay he sells cheap smells, but now he's a number four. That is, Torino's Brazilian number four, Lianco, admitted that as a teenager, he used to sell knockoff aftershaves to tourists in Sao Paulo. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope you didn't come up with that because <laughs> it's treading on dangerous grounds there, making up those kind of stories, mate. <laughs> Story number three. Yeah. He's just milking it now. That's former Mansfield midfielder Adam Chapman once missed a game after he was admitted to hospital with a burnt nipple. (laughs) The Northern Irishman (laughs) claims it was burning milk that caused the injury. There's three stories. You've got to guess which one's true. What are you thinking right now, Greg? Are you regretting calling in? 
No, no, <laughs> definitely not. Just, um, yeah, I, I can't. I... Can you even remember what he said? We've got Nottingham Florist. That's the that's yeah, the Forest nine, fan setting yeah. setting set fire. Brazilian. The Brazilian yeah. who used to cheap use the cheap aftershaves to make a quick penny, and then you've got the uh, midfielder from Mansfield calling in sick because he's burnt his nipple. Which story are we going to go for? Which one do you think is the true story? Can I ask Greg, though, as he is a current professional footballer, Greg, if you burnt your nipple, right, at yeah. home now, doing whatever you get up to, it's your business, but would you call in to your manager and say, hiya, mate, um, I can't make it in today. Oh, why is that, Greg? Oh, I burnt my nipple. Burnt nipple. Would you, obviously it's not true, because would you, would you be willing to admit to that? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> You'd make someone up. Oh, I got the shit, Scaffer. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, yeah, I'm ill. Are you, are you mm. ruling out the burnt nipple bit? We, we've got to that rule one's, out. That yeah. one's ruled out. I'm, I'm ruling out the nipple and the florist. And the mm. florist. So the Nottingham florist fan receiving a bouquet of flowers. Um, that's not true. You're going to go with the Brazilian from Torino selling knockoff aftershaves. I'm going to go. I'm going to disagree with you, Greg. Oh. Right? Cause what are you going to go for? I'm going to go with a florist. You're going to go with a florist? The reason is, obviously, Greg, you haven't been on the show before. I've done 18 episodes with this uh, insane person next to me now. And I know how his mind works, I think. And it's just it, it just sounds made up. It sounds... Oh, wait. No, it's a true story. Yeah, yeah. You reckon, yeah, yeah, you reckon. It's yeah, a true story now. Yeah. He's only been on 18 episodes. I mean, Greg's got it first. <laughs> the, he gets the show already. But Right, so the... So the actual answer, you're going to go, Greg, with the Brazilian. You're going to go, Baker, with the Nottingham Florist. No, the... I'm going with the Brazilian. Oh, you're going to go with the Brazilian. You're I going to stick with it. up there, yeah. Okay, well, the actual answer, gonna... I will reveal it yeah. whilst Greg's here. Uh, the actual answer is he's just milking it now. That's the Fuck former off. Mansfield no midfielder. No Adam Chapman once missed a game with a burnt nipple. Chris Wilder, now of Sheffield United, uh, was the manager at the time. And he actually said, uh, Chapman, like the good daddy was, heating some baby milk and he shook the bottle up and, up and down and didn't put the lid on properly. He burnt all his chest and his nipple. So it what? was the midfielder, Adam Chapman, once missed a game through a burnt nipple. But why, Greg, like, would you, even in that circumstance... Um, still admit that you've got a burnt nipple. I thought that would be the made-up story that he made up. Really? Uh, I, to be honest, I would have missed out the nipple and just said, I've burnt my chest. If, <laughs> if I was going to confess and be honest, then I would have missed out the nipple and just said, yeah, I've burnt all my chest. What was great about it was it was milk as well. <laughs> it was milk that burnt yeah. Would you Do you think that Adam Chapman would have got ripped to pieces as soon as he oh, got back got into that have. dressing room? He's got to have. Yeah, he had to have done, yeah. Had to have done. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Well, I hope you find a new club soon, mate. Um, yeah, good you luck. Deserve it. I'll put in a good word with you with uh, Cardiff. With Neil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. He's been he's been ignoring my texts recently, so yeah. Any uh, any way of getting in there? He's probably got to knock your thirty three ten, mate. That's why I can imagine. Yeah, I can Neil imagine Neil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just uh, just doesn't work. Yeah. Playing snake. Yeah, <laughs> polyphonic ringtones. <laughs> <laughs> Groundbreaking uh, sports broadcaster there, mate. Neil Warnock with the Nokia 3310, as established with Greg Halford. Good guest, Greg. Yeah. Nice brilliant. guy. Enjoyed that. Yeah, good, we... good insight because uh, mm. it's very interesting about the canoe being 50 years old. Yeah. And, I mean... At least. At least 50 it's not just years a myth. old. It's not just a myth. But we had a genuine professional footballer on with us who'd played with Nuanku Kanu, 
who couldn't deny the fact that he lied about his age. Yeah. And if that's not groundbreaking sports broadcasting, I don't. It is. I quit got, my uh, I quit my job this week as a mailman. Because of mailmen. Of a, uh, no, I quit my job this week as a mailman. Why? I looked the first letter and I thought, this isn't for me. Why did you think you'd add that to the show? Why I did have, you think that would I have good? a series of 20 jokes that will come throughout this, <laughs> throughout this podcast. That you've got to say. <laughs> oh, great. What have we got now? Top five. <laughs> Top five. What is it? Top five. Uh, just before we go on, I'm a little bit sad this week. Why? My parrot died. Why did your parrot die, Alex? I don't know. My parrot died, uh, but to be fair, it's a weight off my shoulders. Because parrots are normally on on shoulders. I regret recording this podcast with Alex now. Um, top five, what is it, please? Top five, just before we go into my top five. Yeah. <laughs> no, top five this week, Gareth. Please. Top five. FIFA 20 players. Yes, with FIFA 20 coming up, we've obviously got the winner announced yeah. at the end of the show. At the end of the show. FIFA 20. I'm excited for it to come out. I always, I like, no matter how annoyed I get every single FIFA that comes out, no matter what, the new one comes out, it's like straight you have to back buy on it. it. Yeah. You have to buy it. Yeah. It's impossible not to. It's like a loaf of bread. And then every year it's like, oh, I wonder if Pro Evolution Soccer has uh, managed to do anything good. Nope. No. Nope, no. Not since Adriano was a footballer. Actually, come to think of it, it's exactly like a loaf of bread. Because every time I buy a loaf of bread, I never eat it, but it expires, and I'm like, oh, chuck that out, buy another loaf of bread. FIFA's a loaf of bread. FIFA is a loaf of bread. Groundbreaking sports broadcasting. Right, who So is- we're going to go from five to one yeah. of the top 20, mm. uh, top FIFA 20 players. Yeah, so who's the top five, Alex? Top five. First of all, number five. Yeah. Man City maestro, Kevin De Bruyne. Deserves it. He's got into that top five this year. Quality season last year. He Arguably the best midfielder in the world. Best midfielder in the world. Despite the fact that Luka Modric won the Ballon d'Or last. Better than Modric. You reckon? Yeah. Better than Modric right now. Definitely. Definitely. Well, I think but, he's got more to his game, yeah. I'd probably agree with better that. Better than Modric. Who's number four? Can I just ask what uh, De Bruyne's no. rating is? Because we've got... 91. These. 91. Yeah, no, off the top of my head. Who's number four? Wow. Uh, number four, just mm. got his big money move over to the Galacticos. It's Eden Hazard. Yeah, insane. I'll bring up why I think that's insane a bit later on. In the top five there, Eden Hazard with... What has he got? 92, isn't it? In 92. It was 91. Yeah. You should probably do your do your research. I'll bring that for you, mate. He's 91. 91 pace, 83 mm. shooting, okay. 94 yeah. dribbling, 86 pay, uh, passing. Yeah. Skill moves. There's only four for Eden Hazard. That's insane. This year. That's insane. a bit strange. Yeah, number three. Who's number, three number three is... I, I would probably agree with this as the third best player in the world. It's Neymar. Uh... Mm, yeah, in a way, in a way, I think in a I, way. He, I think if he was still at Barcelona, he'd be considered as th- the third best player in the world. I think, I think for me, like we brought him up, De Bruyne is better right now. I think um, Van Dijk's better than him in terms of ratings, FIFA ratings. I think mm-hmm. Van Dijk. I think Modric as well. Um, yeah, I, Neymar's big, unbelievable. I'm a like big his, fan of Neymar. His overhead kick against uh, Sochaux, is it the French team? Don't have to pronounce it as per was usual. It, who was that against? Yeah, it was just a French team. Yeah. But yeah, who's number two? Number two is obviously 
Obviously, it's one of the big. This one of the two big boys is yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo, a ninety-three rated Cristiano Ronaldo this year, and his age is insane. He yeah. deserves that second place, though. Yeah. Not in terms of it was always going to be first and second. I mean, he deserves to be behind number one, who is Lionel Messi. Obviously, at ninety-four. Yeah, Messi had an you know he had an incredible season last last uh, last year. Messi, like you, you another can't. one with skill moves at four stars out of five yeah because because Messi isn't really like he's not th- flamboyant no he's just and I think that's what they his, go off his skill is how close the ball is to his body at all times and well his dribbling at 96 gives him that but one one of the biggest things we're looking at uh, declining for these players both Ronaldo and Messi Messi's now at 87 pace that's not bad well to be honest he's never been like in terms of like sprint speed hmm. like rapid but his acceleration with the ball is this is it. Wide. I wonder how they judge it with the ball and without, and whether FIFA mm. the engine can kind of I don't know it's can silly. generate that. But there's the top five. I imagine you might have seen the top five. I, I've got some ratings I want to go through. FIFA twenty ratings that I think is mental. Matip, what do you think? What do you think he's Joel on? Matip? Right, I think they probably Liverpool win the Champions League. All their players get boosted. I'd say probably looking at eighty three. He's eighty two, and I think he should be higher. You think he should be higher? Yeah, than 82. 84. Joel Matip? Yeah. I think he's better than 82. Definitely Joel better Matip than Joel Matip doesn't start. If it's a first choice back yeah, four for Liverpool, he doesn't He doesn't start. Joe Gomez does. Yeah, I know, but Joe Gomez is like, he isn't even in the top 100, by the way. No, he, he's too... He's, yeah, but he's, he's, he's incredible. Yeah, I guess Matip, 82, is crazy to me. Another one, Jesse Lingard, 82, right? But when you look at Cabellos for Arsenal, 81. Is Jesse Lingard better than Cabellos? I don't think he's not better. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a massive argument with someone who really? agreed or disagreed with that. I think Jesse, Jesse as a player, yes, is is he doesn't back himself up with his stats. That's the problem. His goals, his he's, his assists, they're not then virtually non-existent. He's I'd, had a poor, he's had a poor I'd year. Say he's let's a 79. be honest. It, he's a, based on last season. He's a seventy-nine. It's hard. It's hard to get angry over we're FIFA. Both, we're both we're both FIFA players. We both know ratings quite well. We both play ultimate team. His contribution talk- to the to the team yeah. can all, is is always the the things that you won't see. So he's not mm. someone who's going to go and score twenty goals. He's not someone who's going to get fifteen assists every season. He's not one he's of those not players. Two player though, probably not. Marcelo, what do you think he is this year? Marcelo, arguably the best, probably the most talented left back in the world. Whether he's the best in that position, I don't know. But I'd have him 86, 87. 85. Insane. That's best. a decline because he was 88 last yeah. year. I, that's so harsh on Marcelo. You know, a struggling Real Madrid team, but he's definitely not a fault. You've got Verratti, who's only 86. He's an 88 midfielder, in my opinion. You think? Love him. Like 86. He's just stagnant. He just stays on that rate. I think FIFA really, really look at Champions League. And I think they, yeah. go, they, they do a I lot of the Champions League. I don't know what League. they're looking at, but... You've got right, Courtois or Courtois. Courtois is probably having it. the worst couple of seasons of his life. He's but, terrible but for he's, Real Madrid. He was a fantastic goalkeeper before he moved out. It doesn't matter. Like these are rate the FIFA reigns are always yeah. on the last season. Eighty eight Courtois, the same as fucking Edison and Neuer. Well I saw Edison was uh rated below Allison. Yeah. By quite quite a one, lot. Just one. Oh, was Allison's eighty nine, yeah. Pogba, right? Big fan of Pogba. I do like Pogba. Very mm. 
harshly criticised. He was 88 last year, yeah. and he's still 88. He doesn't deserve that. He should go down at least one. But 88, Pogba, is on the same rating as Mane, Raheem Sterling, and Eriksson. I think Mane, Mane definitely, Raheem Sterling definitely two players above Pogba's level right Pogba. now. Last last year, I don't think so. I think so. We'll look at the if you're you're a stat man, definitely not. Not just a stat man. I just think he had a better season. Ericsson yeah. was virtually non-existent last year. I don't think so. Yeah, he he, he, he barely like in terms of his. Ericsson's a player I'll who normally gets. I'll pull him up. Ericsson's normally a player who gets double figures, goals, double <laughs> pushing on double figures for assists pretty much every season. Twelve He's assists usually, last year and eight goals. I thought it was just a poor return for for That's Ericsson. Pretty bloody good. Yeah, mate. but if you're judging him by he the got standard more assists of than the season before. Yeah, but he's a goal scorer. Yeah. He wow. scored he, he pops up and scores goals. Okay. Okay. Well, final couple Hazard picked up on earlier. Hazard is above Mane, Salah, Harry Kane, Lewandowski, Aguero and Mbappe. It's fucking criminal. What's Mbappe this year? I think in one of our earlier podcasts, mate, Mbappe's 89. One of our earlier podcasts, I was praising Hazard so much. I love Hazard as a player. He is not better than Mane, Salah, Kane, Lewandowski and Aguero and Mbappe. I think Mane's performing at a level. Mane and Salah performing at levels probably above Hazard, but not what Hazard's capable of. I think Hazard is capable of levels above both of those. I can't believe that none of those players are in the top five. He's been injured. Hazard he hasn't is. played. He hasn't played for Real Madrid, and that's the problem. The outside, out, out of mind. Yeah, sometimes. but they're based on last season, and I think that's criminal, mate. Like, I, and I think they've only given him that rating because he's a cover star this year, Possibly, and that's why yeah. these FIFA ratings piss me off. And well, the they had final, Ronaldo as as the best yeah. player in the game last year because he was because he's a cover star. Yeah. The last one I've got, Aubameyang, eighty-eight for me. Aubameyang's a ninety striker. Who are you having him above then? Well, that wouldn't mean he's above Kane and Lewandowski, but that doesn't necessarily mean I would rate them above him. Kane and Lewandowski are 89. I think Kane should be above Hazard at like 92. I think Lewandowski's a 92 striker. I think Aguero's a 92 striker. I think... What's Aguero this year? uh, 88, I think, or 89. He's not in the 90s. It's insane, mate. I think Aguero should be above Lewandowski or on the same level I think Lewandowski yeah. we, we've said this before the argument Kane, Lewandowski, Aguero probably the best three strikers in the world mm. Young definitely a nice strike for me there's a lot of stuff on Twitter kicking every off every year it's controversial yeah. with the top five I know. Uh, with the top rated players you'll be buying FIFA 20 though? of course yeah, yeah. it's a fucking disease mate I need a new loaf of bread so of course I'm going to be buying FIFA next up we have the twat list twat Twat. Hey, you made it. You're on the twat list. There you go, mate. Another twat list theme there. That was actually sent in by James Bruce, a listener. Oh. Yeah. He wanted me to do that. Did you think it was any good? I'm glad. I'm glad someone else wants you to do it. I'm not. It's the best bit of the twat well, list because it. I it distracts it. us from what you're about to do. Yeah, which is the best feature. Um, you're looking a bit ropey, though, mate. Do, I'm, I'm feeling a bit ropey, you know. Yeah. Why? 
uh, I don't know, just been a bit of a hungover. I tell you what, it's hungover yeah. and I'm feeling a bit down. Have you been taking care of yourself, though? I don't think I have. Really? No. Well, let me tell you, mate. Go on. Ad read alert. Uh-oh. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Yes. Whether it's a knee injury, a bad back, or, you know, something worse. Guys are usually more comfortable rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. That's me. I'm guilty of it myself, mate. The same is true for erectile dysfunction. Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. Studies show 70% of guys who experience erectile dysfunction, Alex, as you do, don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to chat with a doctor online. With Roman, you can get medical care for ED, if appropriate, from the comfort and privacy of your home. Yeah, it's like... Shortened for erectile dysfunction. dysfunction. You can handle everything online in a convenient, discreet manner, which is quite good for you, mate, because you're quite embarrassed about it. Also, not so discreet if I was suffering from erectile dysfunction, because all our listeners know now. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com slash bluewire and complete an online visit. If your doctor decides that treatment would be appropriate... I don't know how they decide. They can prescribe genuine medication that can be delivered in discreet packaging. Again, discreet, mate. That's the key word here because you're so embarrassed about your situation. Right to your door with free two-day shipping. Guys, go talk to the doctor. Erectile dysfunction can be tough to tackle, but it's really important to get checked out. With Roman, it's easy to connect with a doctor. Alex, mate, you've got a problem. Just go to roman.com slash bluewire to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com slash bluewire for free visit to get started. That was a good ad read, wasn't it? Yeah, I actually went onto the uh, website, the Roman website. Yeah, did you? Yeah, well, I kept trying. Are but pictures? No, I kept trying to go onto the website, but I had trouble getting it up. <laughs> Joke number three. Just stop with them. Right, twat list, mate. Getting down... To the dirty. Go on. Like we haven't been dirty enough talking about flaccid cocks. Um, floppy willies. Floppy willies, mate. That's I said that is, out loud. It's recorded and I can't. I'm not editing it out. I'm happy with that, mate. Cool. Uh, twat list. Obviously, do you want to explain to the viewers? So, twat list is basically where we, the audience, try to get into the mind of Gareth. Gareth thinks someone in the world of football is a twat and we've got to guess who it is. He then gives us three cryptic clues that Great we're clues. supposed to somehow get the name somehow? from. What do you mean somehow? I, I say somehow because the some of them are almost The only reason you didn't impossible. get last week is because you've never watched Lord of the Rings. I've watched Lord of the Rings. I've watched it. I sat through it. It was an ordeal. Okay, so, you know, I I take you guys through a cryptic journey throughout your minds and it's, it's quite a therapeutic thing to do it, really. Clue number one. So this is, uh, obviously the format changed with the twat list. It used to be all predominantly around the name. This clue is about the club. Okay. I've just driven into a town. Shame it doesn't have a football club now, but I'll still say hello to it. Say hello to the town. So I've just driven into a town. Shame it doesn't have a football club now, but I'll still say hello to it. Okay. Okay. I see you're not writing stuff down now. Uh, disrespectful. Clue number two. If you think of Los Angeles... Sorry, I just burped. Uh, if you think of Los Angeles, you think of me. 
I'm tall, sturdy, and if it wasn't for me, you'd find it hard to breathe. Clue number three, and this is to do with the name. The second one was to do with the person, as you'd imagine it. Okay. Clue number three, some say I'm like Judge Judy, but she never make she never made some Irish blokes famous like me. Okay. What are you thinking? I have no idea. Why? Once again. Really? Nothing at all? So you got... Do you think that's because you're not writing anything down? No, because I wrote stuff down last week. Yeah. Okay. Have you got anything that you can help me with and the listeners with this yeah. week? Yeah, look, I understand you find it a bit hard. So mm-hmm. what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you three clues this week. Okay. And the first clue is yeah. to do with a club. Yeah. I've just driven into a town. Oh, it's the same one. Shame it doesn't have a football club now, but I'll still say hello to it. Clue number two. (laughs) These are great. Like, these are genuinely great. And it annoys me that you, like, bully me about this every week. Because these are brilliant. This is... They're better than two lies and a truth. Impossible. Clue number two, and it's about the person... The characteristics of the okay. person. If you think of Los Angeles, you think of me. I'm tall, sturdy, and if it wasn't me, you'd find it hard to breathe. And clue number three about the name, specifically the name. Some say I'm like Judge Judy, but she never made some Irish blokes famous like me. Okay, so... Again, mate, another good... I'm not even anywhere closer. What have you got? What are you thinking? So you said you drive into a town. Yeah. uh, It's a shame they don't have a football club anymore. Mm. So I thought the most recent town that have lost a football club are Bury. Mm -hmm. Okay. Am I anywhere close? Am I warm? Yeah, you're warm. Okay. So it's Bury. This is the club. So Mm. somehow they've played for Bury or have some connection to it. Uh, No. What do you mean? <laughs> it's, um, this is to do with the club. Okay. That they play for, but they haven't played for Barry. Okay. All right, Em. But it's to do with Barry. Okay. But they haven't played for Barry. They haven't played for Barry. And then the second clue? Uh, if you think of Los Angeles, you think of me, I'm tall, sturdy, and if it wasn't for me, you'd find it hard to breathe. When I think of Los Angeles, you think of me, so I thought a tall, sturdy, someone who is in LA in the world of football is probably Zlatan. Mm-hmm. So that's Zlatan Ibrahimovic. That's to do with the personality, the uh, this characteristics is, this of the person. Is how like you see him? Okay. And it's not Ibrahimovic. No. And clue number three: Some say I'm like Judge Judy, but she never made some Irish blokes famous like me. What have you got? So Irish blokes famous. Maybe something to do with music. Am I warm? You're very warm. And I'm going to leave you on that note. Okay. I think you've given the audience enough now to go on. What have we got next, mate? Next up, Gareth. We've got a new feature. We've got a new feature. A new feature. A new very small, very quick New features. Next up. Welcome to the newest feature of goalposts for jumpers. What's it called? It's creepy. It's not. You've kept this secret all week. Yeah, it's it's very short, very sharp. Mm. It's something that I came across and I thought, why does no one speak about this? Okay. Is it um, uh, gonorrhea? Close. 
I've noticed there are some quite interesting names in the world of football. Okay. This feature is called the football name game. Ooh, okay. I'm going to come to you so and the, the audience. The football name the game. The football name game. Mm. I'm going to come to you and the audience with five obscure football names. Okay. One of them is a real one. Yeah. The other one I've made up. So, so it's two lies and the truth, but with names. Pretty much. Oh, fucking better. What a disappointment. I thought I was so excited. I was thinking about this because I was I was going along. It's funny. Mate, I, the other day, it was weird. I was feeling inspired. So underwhelmed. It's a really good one. Okay. Do you know what? I'll give it, I'll give it the time of day. So, so, so I'm going to tell you names, how, I, how I came one up. One is real. Five names. One is real. One is a genuine footballer. The other four are fake and I've made them up. You've all got to guess which one is real. So two lies and truth, but footballer names. Go on, go ahead. Pretty much. So. Yeah. Can I give you a backstory on how I came up with this? Yeah, go on then. So I was just. Well, might make it better. I was going down this road, I was walking down this road and I saw, this is, this is a bit off topic, but it's what, you know, got me thinking. Mm. I was walking down this road and yeah. I see this guy, yeah. this guy at a stool mm-hmm. and on the sign of the stool, it said lobster tails, two pound. Yeah. I see it and I think, oh, I'll go over to that. So I walk over to the stool. Because you wanted a lobster tail. Yeah, I speak to him. I was like, mate, two pounds for lobster tails. That's, that's great. Can I, mean, I have one? Have I ever seen you eat lobster? I was like, can I have one? And the guy looks at me, square in the eyes, takes a deep breath and says, once upon a time, there was this lobster. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Oh, you were doing a joke. Mate, fuck off. Fuck off. Joke number four. This feature oh. is fantastic, by the way. Fucking So hell. I've got five names. I'm not going to give you any backgrounds until you guess the right one. Yeah. The first name on the list. Mm-hmm. Hatim Dickinaman. Not real. Hatim Dickinaman. Yeah, not real. Name number two. Mm-hmm. Lars Lizardman. Lars Lizardman. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Name number three. Yep. Ralph Minge. <laughs> Ralph Minge. I remember no. there was a Portuguese goalkeeper one called Quim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, Euro 2004, the backup goalkeeper of Portugal, Quim. Name number four. Number number four. Yeah. Simon United. Simon United. Simon United. Sounds like some wanker's YouTube channel. Name number five. Yeah. Colin Phil. Colin Phil. <laughs> five names. Right. I'm imagining, by the way, if Colin Phil was a real person, he was both simultaneously a brickie, both simultaneously a brickie, yeah. and a plasterer at the same time. Can you try and... Imagine what these players are. So you think Colin Phil? Colin Phil looks like uh, Alan Brazil, definitely. No, he looks like just any plasterer and bricklayer in one. What do you think Lars Lizardman looks like? Uh, ben Ayun, roughly. <laughs> what about Hatem Dickinaman? Um, I think he looks like notoriously um, uh, oxygen, extremely you can't straight, see it and it doesn't exist. Five names: We've got Lars Lizardman, Hatem Dickinaman. 
Simon United, Ralph Minge and Colin Phil. Which one do you think is the real footballer's name? I can't believe you thought this would be a regular feature. It's just two lies and a truth with footballer's names. I like Lars Lidman. It. Which one are you going to go for? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Hatem Dickenerman. Hatem Dickenerman. Yeah. You think the real player's name is Hatem Dickenerman? The actual answer, Gareth, is. Yeah, yeah. It's Ralph Minge. Oh my God. Do you want to hear about a little bit about wait, Ralph Minge? Wait, the worst part about this is that it's not like a foreign player, like Quim, <laughs> translating as funny in our language, because his first name's Ralph. He's British, isn't he? Or, well, or like some form. And, well, yeah. Minge played his entire career at Minge. Dynamo Dresden, also <laughs> representing East Germany on the international scene no less than 36 times. He's now a manager. Ralph Minge, a real man. Ralph Minge, man. Minge. Ralph Minge, yeah, he's real. Yeah. Oh my God, that's it. That's unfortunate. The fans used to chant on the on in the crowds. Minge, 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 Minge. Mm. It's crazy. I bet he's quite a deep character. Yeah. Bit wet. Hairy. Hmm. Grotesque. This podcast is now. Well yep, done, mate. We've ruined it. No, you you brought it down to an, the two football li- name game. Two lies and a truth with names. Next up, we have our fantasy football results. So this week in fantasy football, Gareth. Yeah, of course we've been doing this on YouTube. It's now a permanent podcast feature, just, just because, like the football name game will be. No, we won't. Um, yeah, so fantasy football. You know, uh, just to give you guys a backstory, if you didn't follow the YouTube channel. Um, me and Alex at the start of the season made two teams called day one teams where we cannot make a single change for the whole season uh, can't use any triple captains or wild cards no and just to see who gets the most points yeah and there's a bit of a forfeit Alex there's if you want to explain forfeit. the forfeit well the forfeit it's a bad one it's the worst one I've seen for fantasy football forfeit. yes definitely, definitely. but yeah, whoever loses at the end of the season, obviously we're not allowed to touch these teams, mm. whoever loses at me and Baker has to get a tattoo of our logo. Yeah. Somewhere on their body. Forever. I was so confident at the start. Now I'm terrified. Okay. So terrified, Gareth. Yes. That I've actually built an electric fence around my house. Another joke's coming. My neighbour's dead against it. Yeah, because electric kills people <laughs> and it's a fence. Why are you doing this, man? It's annoying. It's awful. Joke number five. It's like I've got my dad on the podcast with me. This week in fantasy football, my mm. day one team scored a really, really average 44 points. Yeah. Big Slab Egg got me six points, got clean sheet. Salah yeah. got me 18 points, capped in with a goal. Uh, Andy Robbo, Harry Kane got an assist. So... It looks good on paper, but obviously Che Adams with my two points. I had Che camp- Adams two points, mate. Hashtag Che Adams two points. Hashtag Che Adams two points. Another two points for Che Adams. So yeah. how many points do you get? Uh, che Adams got what? Two? No, I mean you as your team. 40, yeah, 44 points. Well, you'll be glad to know then that for a second week running, I've beaten you yeah. comfortably by 13 points. 57 wow. points. Aguero captain 12 points. Pereira finally with a goal. Frazier stepping up to the plate with seven points. Mane, 15. Robertson, even defence, five. Maguire yeah. finally gave me some points with six. Yeah. 
It's looking good, mate. And I've climbed a table all the way up to 47. Well, I'm sat in 31st still. A few places, but the the gap is definitely closing. Did you say 31st? Because you're not 31st because this is just updated. You're 35th now. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yes, mate. But you've got some fantasy football tips for our audience you I always have. do pretty well with these mate yeah you, you, i wish you, i could uh, apply that to my day one team but yeah, i can't change good. that team yeah uh just before i do i'm yeah. going to go through a couple of shout outs to people yes. who are doing extremely well okay uh we've already shouted out uh, we've done a shout out for this guy but he's still there albert melchizedek top for august congratulations okay. to you you're top overall yeah uh, unbelievable 274 points currently insane of the 6.7 million fantasy he's Premier actually League got players, 324 points it's just updated again he's in the top 35,000 is he really yeah that's really good 6. going 6.7 million well people well done Albert mate. I always well say, done. always saying Albert we're always giving him a shout out yeah, always he's giving doing well him. I think we've got a bit of an expert but we have I heard someone stormed it this week well a special mention actually for uh, Blankra FC mm. that's my best attempt at a pronunciation 92 points this week mm. looks like he's going to be top uh, just one fixture left is Villa versus West Ham but yeah 92 points absolute storming week storming fantastic but next week here's your opportunity to get a special mention to get your players in the team Starting off in goal, goalkeeper. I always give you a player from each position if you're struggling. The goalkeeper that I've chosen for next week, yeah. and funnily enough, I actually don't think he's that good of a goalkeeper. Who is it? I'm actually becoming a, a bit of a hater towards Luis? Vicente Aguita. Okay. For, do you know who he plays for? No. Mm, Crystal Palace. Bloody 15 hell. points so far against Wolves next week. My God, in my mind, bloody Hennessy's still in goal for them. Yeah, well, Guaita's got the number one shirt at the moment, but uh, he played, the, the thing is, Wolves play midweek. They play in the Europa League against Braga. Yeah, I think they're struggling in the league form at the moment. They are, that, yeah. They really are. And I think Roy Hodgson will definitely be looking for a response, obviously, after very disappointing yeah. shipping four unanswered goals against Tottenham. He's only 5 million. I think... Palace at home against Wolves. Good luck to them, but I think I think Wolves I think Wolves might struggle. Hopefully they do all right in the Europa League. They mm. uh, represent the UK, but good luck to them. I defender, think defender, mate. What have we got? Well, defender is one that you love to say. Mm. It's Lucas Digne. Lucas Digne. That's exactly who. Twenty three points so far. Everton play Sheffield United at Goodison. Uh, another team, actually, Everton, looking to respond after, after a disappointing result okay. against Bournemouth on the weekend. Always, always dangerous forward uh, going forward, Lucas Dean. It's probably his best okay. attribute. Um, but yeah, Goodison, they were extremely good at keeping clean sheets last season, Everton at Goodison. Mm-hmm. Just 6.2 million. I say just, probably one of the more expensive, but... Obviously, if he can chip in with a clean sheet and assist a goal here and there, I think he'll uh, he'll be a nice addition to your team next week. Okay, and we've got our midfielder tip next. Midfielder, and I love midfielders who are also really their forwards. I love mm. my Salas, I love my Sterlings, I love Manes. This week, I've gone for Son. Oh, I love him. Absolutely. I love him. Brilliant. 23 points so far from they got? from just three games. Well, Tottenham go to Leicester. Yeah. Son scored in both fixtures last season. Yeah, I was going to say that's a tough fixture Home and to away. In, but Home and away. Uh, and obviously it looked unbelievable uh, on the, the guy's weekend. guy's insane, mate. 9.5 million. Talking about FIFA ratings, 87 this year. It's a deserved. Yeah. Deserved left foot, right foot. He's probably... Uh, 
I would say the most two-footed player in the league. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So um, Son, get Son in. How much in. does he cost? 9.5 million. He's Worth steep, it. but for a midfielder who's going to grab your goals. I've gone in my draft team uh, this week. I'm, yeah. Oh my God. He's someone that I, I can't believe we both overlooked for our day one team. It's insane. I can't believe we've done that. Who's... No. Right, striker. Striker. We man. have Callum Wilson. Right. Now, there's okay. a reason for Callum Wilson. Two goals. A few reasons. He's got 33 points so far, which is quite impressive. Scored two goals as well. Bournemouth uh, playing Southampton. They yeah. travelled to St. Mary's. Interesting fact about Callum Wilson so far this season. Every single game week, he hasn't scored any less than five points. Wow. Five game weeks. No way. He scored five points or more in each That's week. So good. He scored uh, twice at St. Mary's last season as well. Yeah. Uh, a couple just on this weekend against yeah. Everton. Yeah. Only 7.8 million. Callum Wilson. Yeah, definitely get him The in. next Jay Adams. There's Alex's tips. Mate, do you know, by the way, just before we finish, the, average, the average fantasy Premier League score uh, in... Uh, Premier League's website is 48.86 so if you got above 48 you've done well this done right. this week I got 57 Alex got below you're getting a tattoo soon mate I can't wait get it. I'm going to have it of Che Adams don't it's all over I think no right the end of another Go Poster Jumpers podcast mate the end of another long and winding road I hope there's no more jokes left but um, mate we got the FIFA 20 giveaway. It's what everyone's tuned in for. Oh, I hope not. Well, I, I mean, it's what a, a minority of people have tuned in for. I hope everyone's tuned in for fantastic interviews, groundbreaking sports mm. journalism, and some lovely, hilarious jokes. Uh, I wouldn't call them good jokes. But anyway, FIFA 20 giveaway. Um, thanks, everyone, for entering. You know, yeah. nearly 200 entries. Which goes to show you've always got like a one in like a hundred odd chance of winning our giveaways, yeah. if yeah. that, yeah. sometimes. And we still haven't given away our PS4, which is crazy. Yeah, I know. Gareth, you're about to film it. Are you going to film this live? I'm going to film it live on Instagram. Oh. Yeah. Pressure's oh, on, mate. Yeah. I mean, I haven't planned any of this, but I'm just going to just gonna go ahead. Do you not actually know how to film on Instagram Live, right? No. I'm going live now. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. I'm now live. Okay, so, with our... Ins- <laughs> this is mental. Okay, so, we're doing our FIFA 20 giveaway. Uh, if you guys entered, you know, pressure's on. I'm actually quite nervous. I'm nervous? nervous, yeah. I mean, FIFA 20, man. FIFA 20. That'd be good. We're about to inflict serious pain into someone's life. Yeah, exactly. I know. We're really record. sorry for whoever wins this. Yeah. Good it's, angle. It's close. Yeah, close recording out his face. But yeah, we're doing the FIFA giveaway, so thanks everyone for entering again. Um, we're live right now. So, Alex, can you explain to me, um, to everyone who's watching right now, what you needed to do? So all you needed to do to enter was to follow us. Mm. Please. <laughs> <laughs> was follow us on Twitter yeah retweet our tweet yeah there was also an option for you to enter by I believe we could go on to our Apple podcast and enter as well by writing a review so that's what you need to do it's nice and easy should we we do it I think we should should we do it I think we should right the winner 
I'm just going to press right now. I hope it's not one of our friends. I hope it's not. The winner is... Oh, look at that. It's going. Who is it? It is... is at Jamie Jackson 88. Well in, Jamie. Well done, I don't mate. know Jamie. You don't know Jamie. No, but well done. Well done, Jamie. You won. Fantastic. Thank right you so there. much for entering, everyone. Get in there, Jamie Jackson 88. How, how do I stop? I don't know. Uh, end live video. Done. Oh, we got five viewers in that about 20 seconds that we're on. Um, Wonderful. Mm, well done at Jamie Jackson 88 uh, we will be in contact or you'll be in contact about receiving your FIFA, FIFA 20 20 game yeah indeed so wrapping up the show mate wrapping up what the show learned? so we've learnt a few things particularly from Greg Halford we've learnt that Roy Keane is never on the training pitch never which is known for a second. crazy. We've learned that uh, Canu could well be 50 years old. Yeah. Neil Warnock has a Nokia 33 town and he plays Snake. 100%. That's we official. Two lies and a truth. Then we also had five, no, five names and one it was the true football. name. And one was uh, the football worst. Football name game. You told uh, too many jokes. The, I like it. The two lies and a truth was yeah. he's just milking it now. Yeah. I know it's far back in our minds from the start of the episode but that was the former Mansfield uh, midfielder Adam Chapman missing a game because of a burnt nipple yeah but your twat list the though. twat list so clue number one was important. I've just driven into town shame it doesn't have a football club now but I'll still say hello to it so you said Barry I thought it was something to do with Barry well hi you say hello hi hi, hi Barry hi, hi Barry, Barry. The stadium. Highbury. Of course. Arsenal. So obvious. So they played for Arsenal. Indeed. That is a good clue. I don't care what you say, you just didn't think about hard enough. So clue number two. If you think of Los Angeles, you think of me. I'm tall, sturdy, and if it wasn't for me, you'd find it hard to breathe. So Los Angeles, come on, what do you think of? Los Angeles? I don't know. I think of traffic. I think of... Well, the answer is palm trees. Palm trees. Come on, Los Angeles, palm trees. Palm trees. Tall, sturdy, and if it wasn't for me, you couldn't breathe. Okay, what's that got to do with this footballer? Because he looks like a palm tree. Clue number three. Some say I'm like Judge Judy, but she never made some Irish blokes famous like me. So Judge Judy, what is Judge Judy? I was thinking Louis Walsh for that. That was the only part that I think I got. Judge, he was a judge. He made some Irish people famous. Yeah, Yeah. Louis Walsh. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't help me. Looks like a pantry. Louis. Highbury. Arsenal. David Louise. Yes. David Louise is my twat of the week. Mainly because... um, Louise. Louise. Yeah. Louis. 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 Yeah, but his name's David Louise. Yeah, it's close to it, though. Is that is that the bar we're setting? It's close to it. It is really close. Okay, why is, why is he a twat? Why is he a twat? I don't know, just... Well, I, it's embarrassing. Okay. I thought David Louise, David Louis Walsh, done the 2-1 thing today against Watford, but yeah, it was actually you said it was Gendouzi. Yeah. So, yeah, he's not... Perfect. He's... <laughs> He's still perfect. That wraps up another awful 
twat list. By your opinion. We also learned, Gareth, the top five FIFA 20 players. Yeah. Uh, they were De Bruyne, Hazard, Neymar, Ronaldo and Messi. Messi becoming the number one yeah. this year. We've learned how terrible I'm doing at fantasy football. And we've learned that Greg Halford is actually a great guy and he's, he's nice just looking guy. for a club. Someone he's, give him a club. Come on, man. Just sign him up. He's a good player. Yeah. He comes on, he kills games off. That's what he's done at Cardiff. He's a good player. Sign him up. Greg Halford, thanks for coming on. Alex, being emotional, mate. Another episode, pleasure. number 19, number 20 is coming up soon. We're having a break next week, uh, but we'll be back very soon. Very soon. Very soon. Thank very you very soon. much for tuning into Schmulpost for Flumpers. Uh, Goalpost for Jumpers. Schmulpost for you. Is that the end of it? Yes, yeah, the end. Thank okay. you. Yeah, bye. Sorry, Alex wanted to say one more joke before you. What was it? Um, right, so this one time. I was in a bar. They think it's all over. It is now. It's all over.